0: Well, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo esports sports podcast. This is episode 73 for the week of May 14th, 2019. My name is Josh, aka JK Fire, and today I'm joined by the man in the schnazzy tie and other outfit as well, Will, aka I am Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you on this wonderful Monday afternoon? Doing fine. How are you? I'm swell. And you know what? The theme of this week's episode, positivity. I'm going to try very hard to not rant. To not have negativity in this episode. You know why, Will? Why is that? There's been a lot of negativity going around in the space lately. And frankly, I think it's I think it's time we just have a week where we just focus on the positives. Because there was a shitty situation that did happen that we're gonna talk about, but It looked like it's been rectified, and uh, we're going to talk about the goodness that came from that as well. So, the theme of this week is positivity. Are you good with that? Yeah. Let's, before we get into any of it, though, we have a little bit of housekeeping, okay? Okay. Will and I have been hinting about this for quite some time, and it's going to officially happen next week. So, next week will be major Game of Thrones spoilers for season eight and probably before, because we'll reference things, but you have been warned next week. There will be major game of Thrones spoilers. We will reference it next week as well. So we'll give everybody a heads up when the time comes for spoilers next week in that episode, but you've been warned. I am very excited to finally, like, we haven't we haven't recorded it yet. That should give a little hint of what we're going to be up to. But we have a little something special that's going to be in next week's episode leading up to those Game of Thrones spoilers. I'm really excited about it. Will and I are going to have a fun time. So yeah, that does it for housekeeping. Be aware. Next week, Game of Thrones spoilers. Stay tuned. Um, but on this episode, this week, we have roster updates. Will's going to talk all about those. There's plenty to go through. Um, Big Team Battle finally got its refresh. We're going to talk about that. Uh, we have Tournament Controversy, which I hinted at a little bit earlier. And then we have the Topic of the Week, which is the Top 10 Pro Halo Players of All Time. Will's going to be basically on the spot for this, based off your reaction that you just gave.
1: I was going to do this at work today, and then we... The reason I'm in such uh, fancy attire, yeah we had a surprise visit from a higher up. Ooh, a so surprise visit. it was visit. very, like, <clears throat> last minute, you know, kind of... Get your stuff together. So I didn't have time and I completely forgot. Crap. All right. I have the episode
0: to think about it. You do. I have my list written down so I didn't put it in the show notes. You couldn't see what I was thinking. Just in case you were thinking the same players. I didn't want our our list to be skewed, you know? Sure. Yeah. So I'm just like, I'm going to write it down on a piece of paper. I'm going to come in. I'm going to come in with my list and uh, yeah, we'll see where it goes. So, we have that at the end of the show. But before we get into all of that, Will, what do we always start the show off with? Roster Mania! If you don't know
1: by now, we start with some Roster Mania. This is where we go through the rosters we found throughout the week. I butcher some names. Josh has a laugh. It's a good time.
0: <laughs> I do have a laugh.
1: Um, positivity. Positivity, yes. <laughs> so, I usually start with the free agent team list for DreamHack uh, Dallas that's coming up here however it hasn't changed in a couple weeks go check out the link at Noob Combo we'll include it we'll cl- in our Google Doc it's actually another Google spreadsheet so um, go check it out if you're interested in viewing that list um, a couple other teams to note here we found or Josh I should say found Midwest Esports <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, this includes Savage Cat Pa-ro? Is it Pharaoh? Pharaoh. Pharaoh, very nice. I like it. Um, Judah and Furist. And then we found Sage Esports Goofy, Ryan Noob, Zirka, and Wenzor.
0: Yeah, those they will be competing at Dallas. Dallas, yep. Yep. They've been confirmed. So
1: all right, let's move into the Halo Draft League Champions League rosters. And we'll run through them all again because they are still coming up with team names and probably trading
0: players. And this is as of May 11th, 2019.
1: Got it, okay. Um out of the pillar of autumn division, we have Team Reflection, which is Equalized, Pyretic, Avencia, Clarifies, and Costa Clan. We have SVP Coaches, which is Jolly Josh, Volunteer, Yu-Gi-Oh Tools, Brooks, and Strawley. We have Team Spellbound, which is Nikolai, Collapse, Benji, Mopsy, and Nader Hater. We have Bronze Boys, which is Church, Splattered, Bards, I Am A Tooth, and QX. We have Shooketh Squat, which is Paul Mrs. Heartbreak, Brisket, and Vulcan. They're missing one right now. Team Velociraptors, Manatee, D-Man, Jesus, Fabe Speed, and Spa. We have Addy Estates, which is Sev, Colex, Laser Me Tort. GNS Pro Shot and Connard, and then Team Lucent, which is Zoplin, One Hit, Sylvanic, Bunnies, Waddles, and A Strange Owl. Out of the spirit of Fire Division, we have Team Tall, which is Next Scion, Numbers, Composure, Crew, and Siege. We have Chicken Contendies.
0: Oh, that's a great name.
1: Oh boy. Oh man. This includes. Bud Light Rifle, Pharaoh 2 Clutch, Boca, Hero Walrus, and a, uh, EU Assault. We have Team Wasted Potential. This is Turtles, Holick, Swish, Psychedelic, and Lesh. We have Team Manipula- Manipulative Smurfs, which is Crewman, Blaine's, Will Manon, Defiled, and Zucane. Team FTP includes 2 Sick, Map 2 Clutch, Bastion, Exodus, and Chobo. We have Team year by Week. This includes Barbie Boy, Gold Star BR, Guitar Hero Dude, Condor, and Fear the Beard. Next, we have Team Where's Vemzy. This includes Flurry, Vemzy, Financial, Joker, and Why Not. And then, last but not least, out of the spirit of Fire Division, is Scars Esports, Fluriously, Blaine Doctor, Biscuit Kappa, The Kid Fox, and I2Riot. Moving on, still in the Halo Draft League, but now we have the Challenger League teams. This is again as of May 11th. First team is Scarecrow Boat. This is Nathan Bacon, Taze, Tika, Goom, uh, Pride, and Legacy Wolf. We have the Misfits, which is Closer Spore, Prius Lasers, Dane, Hayes, Zapper, Anomaly. We have TLC Gaming. This includes Mesmerize It, Blues Coos, Dread Takedown, A Strange Cat, Khan and Oddfire. We have Team Instinct, which is Nate Strafe, Fireboy, Undytonza, Flexi, Elite Vortex, and Savior. We also have Platinum's Best. This includes Roe Model, The bx Kid, Sweaty Rookie, Joy Slays, Mark Owns Your Face, and Pinecone Forest.
0: Mark doesn't own my face. Uh, Except when we play matchmaking, then he owns my face pretty hard.
1: Next, we have Josh's favorite team name, Bed, Bath, and Beyoncé. This includes Seizure, LD50, Her Side Guy's Back, Aurora Jorialis, Sushi, and Huge Box Turtle. We then have SVP players. This includes Justice, Megazyme, Limits, Big Bo, Lacey, and LP Killjoy. We have Team Reborn, Bobetta Feta, Adamant, Blue House 8, Very December, Nerdsy, and Kogata. We have Team The Flight, Blues Who's, The Abstract Kid, Cryogenic. Kia, Shepard, and Mids are tight, and then Snowball and Turtles includes Nautilus EXG, Kabuzz, Sad Boy Search, Prince Saiyan, Quickshot, and Legend. And moving on to the Halo Draft League Free Agent List, there's more. <laughs> but wait, there's more. Um again as of May eleventh, so a classica, local HCS, T Arfa Senpai, Mitch FPS, Ven- Ventical, Baumer, Mousy 007, Will I, Will A, uh, Baker, Mr. Snow, Wizard, Button Mush- Mash Doug, Night Clerk, Dude for You, Chaotic Kyle, Paladin MI, Sir Munchie, Clip, Pestified, Yarrow Snowcone, uh, Creedy, SOB, Plowboy, Bebop, Drogon, Plumbus, Ender, Poseidon's BR, Lava, Pseudonomatic, George's Woke, Pwned, Trigsy, Ghost, Rewinds, Reeps, GT Reeps. I was trying to uh, say. <laughs> it's know. okay.
0: So you got there.
1: Rattan, Holl- Holly Swag Rep, Ream Seamer, Yuki, Revent Lie, Rubber Ducky Player Sean for Japan Iron Radar Shane is Unique Trip Shots Shot Aces It's Aries Sneaky Doze Exalt Striker Candid That Moo Koo Can Patch Me The Darth Honor Lance Maverick And the Saz Seven Seven
0: That's all I got for Roster Mania this week Very nice Will Good job on the names this week Just messed up one positivity positivity you know just gonna keep with the theme of this week and that means it's time for cod and other games watch what do we got will
1: you know we actually have uh nothing
0: you know what the funny thing is about that i honest to god thought you were gonna make reference to something controversial that's happening right now on twitter in which case, once we have more information, we'll talk about it. But I'm not going to even talk about it right now because that's negativity. And we're being positive this week. And that does it for Con. Another game's so a watch. Which means it's time for Will's Adventures with a mail Another game's too. Will. Yeah. What do you got? What would you play this um,
1: week? Played some Sea of Thieves. Very nice. It's a fun time. I enjoyed a lot. Good. I'm glad. And then... Played some Halo 5. You did? I did.
0: What did you play in the Halos of Fives?
1: Uh, Ranked Slayer.
0: How did you do in the Halos of Fives?
1: I did okay. I did okay. (laughs) I'm still a Plat Five. But, um... No, it was good. I tried some new aiming techniques just to try to better myself. Very nice. Um... I realized I it, it was helping. I was getting the first shot a lot, but then now I just need to work on what's uh, quote-unquote micro adjustments.
0: Where did you see these aiming techniques? YouTube? I don't know. Anybody
1: specifically? No, I was just scrolling through YouTube, watching random videos and it popped up. And well, they must know time.
0: I they must know I suck at Halo 5. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, you know what? You should find it. We can include it in the community creations.
1: All right, I'll see if I can go back.
0: Yeah me next week. I'm just saying you should try to find it. Okay. Yeah. there's awesome a pretty simple. It was a
1: pretty simple video. People will I mean, be like, hey. ah, this is like this is pretty common sense for us high tier
0: players. But that's the thing. It's like we're we're not high tier players, you know. And who everybody can use a refresher. Sure. Yeah. Okay. What about you? What'd you play? I played some Assassin's Creed Odyssey on the PC. Just doing some small stuff when I have some time. You know, don't have a lot of time with the kid and everything. Um. I'm going to talk about this one last, but Final Fantasy 14 played that for a little bit as well. Still playing it. Um, I actually got, I'm actually a monthly subscriber now. Um, like I said, it's the MMO of choice for me and I'm going to continue playing it time in time out. Um, I already have uh shadow which is the new expansion that's going to be coming out soon. I have it pre-ordered, which means I have access to the other two expansions. Um, I'm all in. And then I played some Halo five as well. Uh community play date that took place. We played some of the BTB refresh that, That came out. Um, It was a good time. We only lost like one or two games during the entire thing. And uh, we're going to remain positive. But there's a couple critiques I have when we get actual to that refresh news story. And then finally, I played some Ghost Recon Wildlands. Will, remember we started playing that on PS4 together? Yeah, a long time ago. I bought it on PC. You did. Don't ask me why. Because frankly, I don't even know why I did. I saw, so, uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint? Yep. Yeah, the new one that's gonna be coming out in October. They had a reveal stream for the game, right? And they said, oh, if you do things in Wildlands, you'll get stuff in Breakpoint. And I'm like, I probably won't ever buy Breakpoint, but hell, who cares? Wildlands is on sale, let's get that! So I literally bought it when it was, like, dirt cheap, and, uh... I mean the game's fun. When we played it together on PS4, I had a good time. So, if you don't obviously, unless it's dirt cheap, but if you ever get it, I'll play with you on PC just to dick around and whatnot.
1: It's one of those things where like I always wanted to complete the campaign in that game. Yeah, but it is very grindy. Yep. Takes a long time. You can't just like rush in and kill people. You got to set up. You yep. got to you gotta be stealth. Tactical. Yep. I'm not that type of person. Me either. That's probably why I'm not that good at Halo 5. Because I just like to rush in. What are you going to do? But like. Just, I'm always pressing <laughs> forward. I'm, that, I'm I'm the whole W key press forward on the stick. Let's go, go, go.
0: But at the same time, you're with your teammates. Or you try to be with your teammates. Be. And so, like I said, when we played together on PS4, I had a great time. Um. Oh. Oh, man. Uh-oh. I'm sorry. Before we get into the news. I have to say this. So I put out a tweet. Personally. Okay. Uh again, we're gonna re- <laughs> uh, positivity, Josh. Positivity. So <laughs> I put out a tweet <laughs> that I was getting rid of my PS4.
1: Okay? Oh, this is a GameStop thing. Oh
0: yeah. Oh. So I'm not I'm not gonna get into that because frankly, their terms of service, I mean, they're they're like it states that. They have the right to terminate any trade-off or blah 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 that they want to that they feel. And this wasn't the reasoning behind any of this, but for the sake of argument, um, I put out a tweet personally that said that I'm excited to get rid of my PS4, right? It was it sounded like a jet engine. I hated how it sounded, it made it detracted from the gameplay experience for me no matter what game I played. Fan was clean, no need to worry about that. So I was like, what the hell? This is a damn near launch PS4 as well. Okay. So um GameStop had a trade-in promotion where, depending upon the console that you trade in, you get a certain amount towards an Xbox One X. Okay? I'm like, oh, it'd be cool to, like, get rid of my original Xbox One and my original PlayStation 4, transfer my Xbox One S that we currently have in the living room to my area of play, and then get an Xbox One X for the living room. I thought it'd be, like, a good, like, win-win, you know? And turns out they only allowed one console trade for the promotion. You couldn't stack, you, like, you couldn't trade in more than one console, even if they were different. It is not stated anywhere in their promotion material that that's the case. It's just not. And when I talked to the person over the phone before I brought the consoles in, the person said it was fine. Turns out it wasn't fine. So, I went on a little rant on Twitter. I deleted the tweets after the fact. The PS4 is still in my possession. GameStop, no ill will towards you. I just thought it was pretty crappy that... You didn't disclose that information in your print or online material. Still kind of crappy. But, you know, there is fine print that states they have the right to refuse anything. So, whatever. Um, so, I decided that I was going to fully tear apart my PS4. Dom told Dom just made me come to the realization that since I was just willing to get rid of it anyway, like to trade it in, right? Why The warranty's already void because I've already opened it before to clean the fan. I'm going to soon do a full teardown. So I literally tore the whole console down to its single parts because in order to get to the entire fan itself, you have to take everything off. Motherboard, CPU, everything, right? So I completely cleaned the fan. I mean, like, alcohol, cotton swabs, got rid of every inkling of dust on it, okay? I rubbed down the entire inside of the console. I replaced the thermal paste for the CPU-GPU, put it all back together. Turned it on. It worked. And I'm like, oh, I'm amazing. Well, I, I'm great. <laughs> um, So I'm like, okay, let me fire up a game. Fired up some Killzone Shadowfall. And uh, because I uninstalled Red Dead, because I bought it on Xbox, because of how I hated how much it sounded on the PlayStation 4, because it made it sound like a jet engine. So fired up Killzone. After about 15 minutes, I could hear it again. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna put do another couple tests, but I think that PS4 is past saving at this point. I fully cleaned the fan, I fully cleaned the uh, the heatsink from the CPU, and I replaced the thermal paste with Arctic Silver. Like it's in, it's pristine, like it was taken out of the box, and it still sounds like that.
1: It sounds like it's trying to. It's just ramping up the fan for no reason. Yeah. It's, so it's it's a. Yeah. Uh, It's like almost like you'd have to go into the BIOS, adjust the fan. Right, I don't think I can do that. No, not from a PS4.
0: It's just... I'd I'd like a PS4 Pro, but I've also heard they have similar issues. Some can have similar issues. And with the rumors of the next consoles potentially coming out in 2020, I'm just going to wait for those. And it's going to be PS4 backwards compatible anyway, so I'll just wait for that. But uh, again, positivity. Tore it down. Built it back up. Felt good about it. And we'll see what happens. And now I still have my PlayStation. So I can still play games. I still haven't played uh, Persona 5. I want to play through that game. Um... Yeah, that's it for me. That's, that's all. I just wanted to get that PS4 story in there. Totally forgot that happened. Um... Will? Should we get into some news? First news story... Bravo makes an announcement. This is by Bravo, believe it or not. Uh, This is a tweet, and I quote, I'm super excited to announce that I'll be hosting the show at all five stops on the Halo Outpost Discovery Tour this summer. Who's already got their tickets? Uh, Not Will and I, because we're still waiting to hear back about Media Passes, as is basically every other Halo podcast out there. So, uh, Halo Outpost Discovery, uh, get at us. Next news story, Will. Podcast Evolved announces a giveaway. This is by Podcast Evolved. Who knew? Uh, again, this is a tweet. My podcast evolved and I quote to enter, click one of the links below and be sure to follow all posted instructions. That's it. Entries will be accepted through May 17th, 2019. So by the time this episode posts, you have a little bit of time to put in your entries. And, uh, the first is tied to our Facebook group. The second to our discord server. You are free to enter both, but be sure you enter the contest on Rafflecopter and join the group associated with the contest. Current members can still enter. Just be sure to fill out the entry form. So there you go. There's like some hardcover books, um, some other memorabilia stuff. Check them out and uh, hopefully you win. And good on you, podcast of all. That's awesome to see. Next news story. SPV3 announces their 2019 roadmap again by SPV3 over on Twitter. And I quote, We are happy to announce our roadmap for our 2019 releases. SPV3.2 will launch June 25th and feature six new missions and bring significant upgrades and fixes to the 11 previous missions. Nine unique weapons and variants join the fight when SP- SPV 3.2 drops on June 25th, exclusive to Lamoria in-campaign. SPV 3.3 will launch by the end of August and will bring single-player firefight to SPV 3. Mostly bug fixes, but possibly other new graphical enhancements with post-processing, We uh, also have a few things we'd like to look at with machine learning upscalers to hopefully improve light map fidelity and reflection cube maps. So for those who don't know what SPV3 is, it's a single player version three. It is a mod for Halo PC, like Halo 1 PC, and it completely revamps missions. It adds new stuff. It adds new areas, adds weapons, so on and so forth. It's fantastic. If you have Halo PC, highly recommend you give it a download. It's absolutely free. And there's a lot of cool stuff in there. And last bit of news for this. The SPV3 original and remastered soundtrack 2.0 will release sometime between those dates. So if you're interested in the music behind it all, stay tuned for that. Next news story. Installation 01 weekly update for March, um, for March, for May 12th, 2019 by The Field Train. You can check out the blog post over at the link that we provide in the Google Doc or the show notes of the show. There's a lot to unpack there, a lot of good concept art, a lot of in-progress stuff that's going on. Check it out. Next up, the MCC playlist update for May 8th, 2019, by Snickerdoodle. It's a Halo Waypoint article, and I quote, It's a Team Sniper update, if you're interested in this. Halo 1 Sniper Slayer includes Battle Creek, Damnation, Prisoner, Hang'em High, Chill Out, and Boarding Action, Halo 2 Sniper Slayer includes Lockout, Ascension, Midship, Ivory Tower, Beaver Creek, Colossus, Sanctuary, Turf, and Tombstone. Halo 2 Anniversary Sniper Slayer includes Lockdown, Zenith, and Shrine. Halo 3 Sniper Slayer includes Construct, Guardian, Isolation, Narrow, Snowbound, The Pit, Blackout, Assembly, Citadel, and Heretic. Halo 3 Sniper Hill includes Guardian, Citadel, and Heretic. And finally, Halo 4 Sniper Slayer includes Adrift, Abandon, Haven, Solace, Landfall, Monolith, Skyline, Pitfall, and Vertigo. So if you're interested in some sniper action, check it out. And we have a looking ahead segment here as well. This section is brought to you by the Psycho Duck. The Psycho Duck states, This week, we're delivering some highly requested improvements to team snipers across all titles in 4v4 social games. The primary feedback we've heard is that large maps are not enjoyable in 4v4 snipers. As a result, we've pulled virtually all BTB maps out of 4v4 snipers. If you enjoy sniping on those maps, fear not. Details on how they will fit into the snipers' experience in the future are be- are included below. In addition to pulling big maps out, we've added some classic arena maps, which were previously absent, into the mix. Sniping favorites like Construct and Assembly are joining the lineup in lieu of their bigger brethren. The second loudest bit of feedback we've heard is in regards to Halo 3's Sniper Hill game type. While we've seen some incredible gameplay moments on a small selection of Sniper Hill maps, it's clear that some of the maps were not a good fit for the mode, and also that the game type had far too high a weight overall. Sniper Hill has now been removed from all maps, but the ones where it plays best. Guardian, Citadel, and Heretic, and significantly reduce its overall weight. Another common, albeit less unanimous, piece of feedback we've heard is the desire for radar to return to snipers in Halo 3. We like the movement opportunities afforded to players where there isn't a need for them to crouch to avoid appearing on their opponent's radar and also appreciate the increased awareness required when radar is absent. However, we also understand that many players prefer to focus on their sniping with a radar aiding them in identifying the location of opponents. As such, We are re-enabling Radar and Halo 3 Snipers in this update and will continue to evaluate feedback to assess this change. With all these improvements to 4v4 Snipers out of the way, we'll be enabling the Snipers game category for the 8v8 game size and Match Composer in the coming weeks. This will be the destination for Snipers matches held on larger maps like Blood Gulch, Burial Mounds, and Standoff. While these maps aren't well suited to the 4v4 game size, they should provide an alternate avenue for players to sharpen their sniping skills in 8v8 games. If long-range sniper battles aren't your thing, don't worry. Another addition we'll be making to social games in the near future is the debut of the Action Sack game category for Halo CE in the 8v8 game size. To contrast with the massive battlefields available in the other CE categories, Action Sack will contain a suite of game types aptly dubbed Mayhem. Hey, look at that, Will. Yeah. (laughs) Inspired by members of the CE community, Mayhem brings the chaos of big team carnage to CE's smaller arenas. While other titles leverage 8v8 action stack to deliver big team heavies and fiesta modes, Mayhem will complement the existing CE BTV experience with the insanity of 16 player matches on the likes of Battle Creek and Rat Race. Oh, that's going to be, oh boy, that's going to be a literal mayhem, Will. Um, In addition to 8v8 Snipers and CE Mayhem, we will also continue to identify other areas for improvement. These typically come in the form of adjustments to map and mode weighting, score to win, and match length based on qualitative and quantitative feedback. Infection is due for for some such improvements in the near future, and we'll continue to assess other areas of improvement as well. Player feedback is instrumental to these changes, so please keep telling us what you do and don't like with each matchmaking playlist update. We'll see you in matchmaking! Good stuff all around if you're a fan of snipers. Although, I don't know how I feel about the whole uh, bringing radar back for Halo 3 snipers. Kind of seems counterintuitive, but I can definitely see why people would enjoy it. I mean, if it's a social playlist. Right. It, that's right. It is social. So, uh, yeah. It uh, is what it is. Yeah. If... Anything else you wanted to add? No, 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 no I'm good. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> Are we ready to move on? Let's go. Next news story: The Big Team Battle Refresh 2019 by who? Um, Unishak. Thanks, Will. I'm gonna, i I want to go back and like listen to previous episodes to determine off.
1: if you keep changing it. Back I, I do. I've noticed. <laughs> Are you?
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Um, that's fine. I just put you on blast every time. So it's not no, big I've good.
1: when I've been saying it Unishack for so long. That's how it's been ingrained. Mm-hmm. But. Um, his last name actually has a J in front of that U, so it's, oh. it's it's a Y sound. Unishek instead of Unishek, it's Unishek.
0: Okay, well I'll just expect you to say it differently every time. Anyway, there we're we going to keep going. Um, this is a Halo Waypoint article, and I quote: "The highly anticipated big team battle refresh is now live in Halo Five. Our team has been working with the best forgers in the community to build, polish, and tune these large scale battlegrounds for the eight v eight action only big team battle can provide." We've also coordinated with the top scripters out there to add the fan favorite round-based mode, one-flag CTF, to the playlist. Keep reading to find out what's been improved with Big Team Battle. Our goals. Oftentimes we'll release playlist refreshes and just touch on the maps or modes without providing too much context behind its inspiration. For this overhaul, we wanted to make sure we communicated our goals and explained the why behind many of our decisions. As part of this, we wanted to clearly outline the goals we had in mind when taking on this refresh so that you could see where we are coming from and let us know where we succeeded or, more importantly, where where we fell short. Here are such goals. Update the game modes to improve the gameplay experience for all skill levels. Improve the frame rate performance on all maps. Establish consistent settings for weapons and vehicles across all maps. Increase the likelihood of objective modes ending on score rather than on time maintain Big Team Battle's identity, and find a good balance in the delicate dance of infantry and vehicle combat. So, here are the maps within the playlist. You have Crossbow by I Need More Bleach. You have Fossil by Infinite and Iforge. You have Hinterlands by Squally to Beans. Meander by the Dark Skull. Panic Attack by the Psycho Duck and Mock Nizzle 008. Pioneer by Squally to Beans. Voyager by Cerveza. Ancestor by Dark Death and Jurassic Wee Man. That's a <laughs> phenomenal name. Um, Boulevard by Alex Quitz and Mythic Fritz. Refreshed by Randy Three Five Five. You have Dead Heat by Dead. Uh, you have Dead Heat, which is Deadlock by Run Runock Yard Run. Okay, you have Dispelled by Time Dipper. Echoes by the Grim Dealer. Entombed by Duquesne23, which has been refreshed by Dark Death and Arpod. You have Fracture by Squally to Beans. Guillotine, Guillotine by the Psycho Duck, which has been refreshed by Randy355. You have Port Authority by mocknizzle 8 Scavenger by Commander Colson. Traffic Jam by I. I'm. Oh, I'm a Rolling Stone. Stunt Artist and Squally to Beans. And you have Viking by No God Anywhere, which has been refreshed by Dark Death, Wyvern Zoo, Commander Colson, and Nokeyard. The modes, one-flag CTF, big-team CTF, big-team assault, big-team slayer, and big-team strongholds, and the starting weapon. From Randy355, he states, After all of our testing, we eventually chose to stick with the BRAR loadout we've always had. We know there are some players that will not be happy with this decision, but we took each request very seriously and gave them all a fair chance. Now, every map in the playlist has a variety of precision weapons to use and will feature five or more magnums. Sometimes, you'll even find a tactical magnum to use. The BR still allows a player to defend themselves off of spawn, but they can now find a magnum variant if they prefer that crisp, precise kind of action. We feel it's a great compromise, and it feels good to tear it up with the magnum when you find one. Okay. Again, the theme of this week is positivity, but there's a few criticisms I want to say right off the bat, considering we played this during the community playdate. The one-flag CTF variant simply does not work. What I mean by this is, is the round-based modes of which they're using. Okay. Will, I'm going to paint a picture for you. Four rounds, three minutes per round. Okay? That, that's what the rules are. Round one, we're attacking. We do not score. Okay? Round two, they are attacking. They score. Round three, so it is currently zero to one, the opponent team is winning. Round three, we are attacking. We do not score. Score is still currently 0-1, opponent team winning. What would you expect to happen at this point? You would usually stop the
1: game because you don't have a chance to score in the fourth game.
0: Correct. You would imagine the game to end. That is not the case here. Round four plays like it normally would. Or like, I mean, like it not normally would. Round four plays in its entirety. You have another full three-minute round. So you can either A let the teams, let your opponent score again, or sit there for three minutes and watch them kill you. Because you have no chance in winning. So, that does not work. They need to make it, they need to script it in a case where if the opponent team is winning and you have no chance to come back, end the game. Just be done. Um, other than that, I think we have the same issues with Halo 5 Geometry, where you think that there are locations to clamber, but there's not. Or... A actual clamberable location is just not able to be clambered upon. Um, Those are minor issues in some of the maps. And then a personal thing that I would like to see is I would have personally liked to see them remove the old maps that existed and only include the new ones. Because this was a refresh, I was expecting kind of just new content to be able to play with. Because I would say about three fourths of the matches that we played. Oh, actually, no, 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 that's that's an over-exaggeration. I would say about half the matches that we played were on maps that currently existed. Yes, they were a little bit updated, but it would have been nice to be able to play just those new maps in general. Again, that is a minor complaint for me. Not a big deal. All the maps played fairly well. Um, I did like the new ones overall. I thought the new ones were pretty good. And yeah, I just think as long as they fix that issue with the one flag, then they could have a big hit on their hands. And we already know it's coming to ranked in the next season, so hopefully they tune that out before it becomes a ranked thing. That's it for the regular news, Will. It's time for com- some competitive news. First and foremost, the Halo Australia Queensland LAN recap posted by Lunchy over on HaloAustralia.com. And I quote, Halo Australia Queensland 2019 was the biggest LAN event we have run yet. Many hours went into production and networking so that the LAN ran as smooth as possible and offered a high-quality stream. We couldn't be more happy with how everything ran. There was a lot of positive feedback after the event, and we can't wait to run more grassroots events. Thank you to everyone who supported the event by attending or watching over Twitch. These events are for the community by the and by the community, and it wouldn't be possible without you. The pool results from Pool A and Pool B, along with bracket results and the rebroadcast uh, uh, vods, are all included in the link in our Google Doc of the. Show. Check it out. And then just so everybody is aware of what happened, first place went to SKE, second place went to Authority, third went to BBR, fourth went to Australian Rush, fifth and sixth went to Washington Osprey, seventh and eighth went to BRP and Zeddy and & Co., and ninth went to Sworn Oath. Check all of that out in the link. Next up, GT Halo announces their own merch. This is a tweet by GT Halo. Greater Toronto, Greater Toronto Halo. For those who don't know, we are very excited to also announce the release of the GT Halo jerseys. Big thanks to Acquire who got them set up for us, and might I say, they look mighty fine. Next news story: Europa Halo looking for is looking for a focus group. This is posted by Europa Halo. It's a tweet, and I quote: "Want to help shape the future of Europa Halo without putting the commitment of the full team, t- the full-time team?" We need a Europa Halo focus group of trusted community players to get opinions and run ideas by. Think that person is you? Then complete the application. You can check it out in the tweet at the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. And then, Will, are you looking at the no, uh, the news right now? Yeah. Are you caught up right now? Yeah. Would you mind reading the next news story for me?
1: The EU power, rankers, power rankings for Europa Halo? Please do. To, okay. Um, yeah. I guess first is Batchford. Um, He's on Team Mock Mock. He has the most points at 282.5. Next is Looney. Again, on Team Mock Mock. Um, he is at 271.5. Legends is on Team Generation Miracle. He's at 270 points. And then um, 4 through 10 here, we have Doodle at 259.5. Sika at 258.5. Squashy at 257. Harby at 252.5, Alpha 5S at 244, Desire at 235.5, and SLG at 235.
0: That's it. Thank you very much, Will, All for right. reading the power rankings for Europa Halo. Yep. Next news story, Mixer announces Mixer matchups. This is a uh, blog post on Mixer.com by Glenn Miller. And I quote, Today, in partnership with Smash.gg, we're kicking off Mixer Matchups, Race to E3, one of Mixer's biggest celebrations of the year that includes three weeks of 24-7 tournament action streamed live on Mixer. Weekly cash cash prizes, Mixer Embers, and a chance to compete live at E3 2019 are all up for grabs with the tournament. Register now by linking your account to join in on the competitive fun. In support of this announcement, we're also launching a new destination for Mixer Matchups, where you can find all the details on upcoming events, prizes, leaderboards, and official rules, matchups.mixer.com. Here's what you need to know about the Race to E3 Tournament. Three awesome games. The Race to E3 Tournament consists of a variety of games to choose from, League of Legends, Halo 5 Guardians, and Paladins. Play in one, or all, events. Unlimited prize winners. A $25,000 pool of Mixer embers are distributed evenly to participants who surpass a minimum threshold each week. Simply complete the weekly challenge to guarantee your chance to win. $75,000 in cash prizes. Winners with top points earned for each game win cash prizes at the end of the week. One Ultimate Champion. Select winners will earn a chance to compete live at the E3 2019 Mixer Dome and claim their right to be this year's Ultimate Gaming Champion. Check out the schedule below to compete in one or all of the events. All events start on Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time and end Sunday night at 10 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time. League of Legends uh, takes place on May 13th and May 19th. Halo 5 Guardians on May 20th and May 26th. And Paladins, Champions of the Realm on May 27th and June 2nd. Actually, I think it's May 13th through the 19th. May 20th through the 26th. And May 27th through June 2nd. Because it's week long. Yep, that makes way more sense. It's easier than ever to start competing in this year's Race to E3 tournament. All events use a new automated reporting system developed by Smash.gg to seamlessly record in-game stats while playing and streaming. Register and then start up gameplay on your Mixer stream at any time during the three event windows to earn points. Only gameplay during your stream counts. You can stream as many times as you want in a given week. Each streaming session acts as a new submission and is tallied and added as points on top of your existing score when the stream ends. Click here to see more details on the Race to E3 Tournament and official rules. Be sure to check out the Q&A below for more information. Here is said Q&A. Do I need to play solo, or can I play as a team? The Race to E3 Tournament participants can play either solo or with the team. However, the results are counted from their individual in-game achievements. This means if a participant is playing in a team, only their individual score will count towards earning points. However, if the game you're playing uses ranked wins... All wins will be counted regardless if you are playing in a team or not. What are disqualifications for Mixer matchups? Disqualifications for Mixer matchups race to E3 can result from the following infractions. Breaching the Mixer terms of service, impersonating another player, creating multiple accounts to participate, using abusive behavior or hate speech, using aimbots, hacks, alterations, modifications, or otherwise providing an unfair advantage to yourself over the competition. If I enter the event's if I enter after the event starts, do my live stream points count retroactively? No. Players can register for an event at any time during the week. However, live stream points do not count until you've registered. For example, all events start on Mondays, so signing up on Wednesday does not count any streams on Monday or Tuesday. How do tiebreakers work? For details on tiebreakers and point structure, click in the link that they provide. How do I know my results are uploaded correctly? After ending your stream, go to leaderboards to verify that your results are properly appearing. If they are not, please contact contact support at smash.gg with your username, stream link, and a summary of the inaccurate results. And finally, what are the location restrictions for entering the tournament? See the official rules and terms at the link they provide for location restrictions by event. And finally, we have some upcoming tournaments presented by NoobCombo.com. Shout out to you, Maddie, and shout out to NoobCombo. On May 18th, we have the Breaking the Clutch E-League May Open, the UGC DreamHack Dallas Qualifier No. 4, and the SWAT Nation Cinco de Mayo SWAT Fiesta. And on May 19th, we have the Microsoft Store Halo 3 2v2 Series. So sign up for any of those, any or all of those, if you're interested. Will, that does it for the news. What do we got for some tournaments?
1: All right, so here are some tournaments that happened throughout the week. I guess first one's not a real tournament, but it is a league. So we have Halo Draft League weekly match results. Let's run through these. Uh, we have Velociraptors going up against Shooketh Squad. Velociraptors win via forfeit, and that might have something to do with Shooketh Squad being down one member currently. Uh, we have Lucent versus Spellbound, 3-0 to Lucent. We have TLC Gaming versus Bed Bath Beyoncé, 3-2 going to TLC. Uh, FTP up against Addy Estates. 3-0 to FTP. Uh, YBW versus uh, Hebe. YBW wins by forfeit. We have Bed Bath and Beyonce versus The Misfits. 3-1 to Bed Bath and Beyonce. Manipulative Smurf. Why can't I say manipulative on the first try ever? They went up against Addy Estates. 3-2 to Manipulative Smurfs. Bronze Boys versus Heavy. Bronze Boys win via forfeit. Uh, SVP players up against Reborn, 3-1 to Reborn. FTP versus Tall, 3-0 to FTP. TLC Gaming versus The Misfits, 3-0 to Misfits. Platinum's Best versus Reborn, 3-1 to Platinum's Best. Platinum's Best also went up against Scarecrow Boat, 3-0 to Platinum's Best. Bronze Boys versus versus Shooketh Squaw, 3-0 to Bronze Boys. Reborn versus The Flight, Reborn wins via Forfeit. Then we also had Wasted Potential go up against Velociraptors, 3-0 to Wasted Potential. And Wasted Potential also took on Lucent, 3-0 to Wasted Potential. That's what we got for Halo Draft League results.
0: Next up. Yes. Josh. Yep. Staying positive. Yep. Positivity. It's the theme of this week. Do you want to take this one? All right. So, the SWAT Nation Femme Fatale Tournament results... We would read through, but there was actually some controversy in regards to this. So, we'll go over the results once the replay happens. Now, why is there a replay? Let's get into it. Again, theme of this week is positivity. Something happened. It looks like it's being rectified. So, it looks like we're all good now. Let's get into it. First, there's a statement from MLG Queen, in other words, Jen. And Jen states... My final two cents on the situation yesterday. Some of you may have seen me complaining about the SWAT Nation two, uh, female 2v2 yesterday and how Katie and I got cheated. For anyone who said, get over it, or just be grateful that they even hosted a tourney, then you truly do not understand what happened to us and how mistreated we were. The purpose of this longer is to show you why, if you care. Yesterday, I was at a LAN center in Boston competing in a Halo 3 tournament, which many of you know is my preferred halo currently. I have not touched Halo 5 in months, nor have I ever played SWAT, but I was still confident that Katie and I could win, hence why I decided to play in both. In one of the earlier rounds of the SWAT tourney, Katie and I were DQ'd because I didn't join the lobby on time. I believe I was 15 minutes late to the match. This is because I was finishing the finals of the Halo 3 LAN tourney, and we were told by the SWAT Nation refs that we could not wait that they would not wait for me. Shortly thereafter, I won the Halo 3 tourney, went back to playing in the SWAT tourney, and won our next few rounds. Then they came up to Then we came up to Pink Hen Hertz team, in what I believe was the losers' finals. We've had numerous past experiences with this girl, where she has had her boyfriend, Hen Hertz, or is it yeah, Henshertz, play for her. She failed cam checks in two other female tourneys in the past and was DQ'd from both. The SWAT Nation refs did not know this, but I tried my best to explain to them. So before our match, we asked for a mic check. The refs immediately became defensive and said, why now? It's already been done. This was untrue, and we asked for them to please carry on with the mic check. They invited myself, Katie, Pink hurts and her teammate Askal, or is it Askai? Azkai? To a party chat for the mic check. We all spoke except for Azkai who did not even join the party. One of the refs, MethBear, told her, that's okay, pink henserts, you're good, just go enjoy some SWAT. And then we proceeded to play the tournament. The refs were essentially fine with her not performing the mic check. We won game one and lost games two and three in a best of five. We then stopped again and said something is seriously wrong. Askai was a plat and silver in every playlist, yet she was moving around the map like Shotzi and spring jumping multiple times even during battles. No one, is to say that it, that, no one is trying to say that it's impossible for a girl, but if you compare her rank and the clips on her account to the level of gameplay yesterday, it was strikingly obvious that it was not her playing. At least 10 other females in the Twitch chat agreed, as well as many male players. That, along with the already failed mic check and the history of them cheating in previous tournaments, was enough to be suspicious. Although we had every reason to be upset, the refs constantly became defensive, with one in particular telling me I was insecure with my femininity for cam-checking them, and that I was making myself look trashy. Yes, he actually said that to me. After one hour and thirty minutes of Pink Hens hurts and Ask Kai making excuses as to why they couldn't cam-check, we finally get them in a Skype call, but they refused to speak. They had their phones in their lap, pretending like they couldn't hear us. When obviously Queen, who was running the cam checks, asked them to prop up their phone so we could see their monitor in-game, their excuse was, we don't have anything to prop it up with. You can literally use any object to prop up your phone. The refs at this time are still refusing to DQ the girls who were obviously cheating, and we are forced to play the next map, barely losing 25-23. to The cheaters move on to the finals against Minx and Veronica, where after several games the refs finally DQ them after realizing that they were in fact cheating. Instead of allowing teams to replay for their obvious mistake, the refs decide to give uh, the Minx and Veronica the win, and they say that, at some point, my team and obviously Queen's team can play each other for second and third. My question is, how is that fair? If the cheaters were DQ'd when they should have been, based on our evidence, then we should have played Minx and Veronica for first place. I honestly feel as though the refs didn't like us and therefore played favoritism. It seemed as though the refs chose to DQ the cheaters at a point in the tournament Uh, that was more preferable to them. Even before that series, one of the refs who said nothing poorly about any other player in the tournament said on stream, wow, why is Queen playing like this in matchmaking? This is SWAT, or something like that. The same ref was the same one who made the comments that I alluded to earlier, as well as suggesting that if mic checks weren't sufficient enough for us, then maybe we should ask for nudes. Yes, he actually said this on stream. Long story short, I don't care about the money. I'm disappointed that I wasted my time when I was at a LAN center and could have been doing other things like playing in the Halo 3 2v2 tournament, which I actually had a shot at winning. I'm mad at how poorly Katie and I were treated and how defensive the refs were and angry at us for voicing our valid suspicions. Mefbear was the ref in our party chat for the series and he was actually physically yelling at Katie and I, even after I had already started the game. I'm mad that I'm a competitive person and lost a tournament over a poorly run system. I feel as though if the SWAT Nation organizers want to have any credibility with the female Halo community going forward, then they need to find a way to make this right with all of us who were essentially cheated out a win. I appreciate everyone who has been supportive and hope that things like this don't continue to discourage females from playing in tournaments. Okay, lot to unpack there, right? Obviously something bad happened. So, a day went by, and... Pretty rapidly, SWAT Nation put out an official response. They got out ahead of it as soon as they could, I'll say. Here is SWAT Nation's response. And this is a a post over on SWATNation.net. We'll include it in the show notes. Everybody can check it out as well. And I quote, Being part of SWAT Nation is one of the most incredible experiences we've had in our lives. We've seen it grow so much, hosted amazing tournament tourneys and events, and created a very special community. We have no doubt we are the most positive and friendly Halo community out there. Yesterday was a rough day. We were very excited and passionate about organizing the first ladies-only SWAT tournament for our community. We wanted to create a special event and bring more people together. We faced a situation that was hard to assess. When we did the mic and cam check, we saw both competitors were in the same room. We realized that they were not close enough to, uh, to each other to have a single camera pointing at them simultaneously. They were also having trouble setting up Skype. We had to help one of the competitors set it up and walk them through the process of installing it and getting it up and running. It was particularly challenging as one of them apparently wasn't familiar with it at all. We had to go through every step of it. When ready, we got help from some ladies at the FPL community to handle the situation and monitor the video and audio feeds on Skype. We acted on the information we had and catered to issues. Guaranteeing gender verification was harder than we thought. Nothing is bulletproof except running events at a LAN. We did everything we could with the resources we had. We had all the implica- uh, implicated parts on a Skype call with their mics turned on and a female player monitoring the conference. When they failed to the camcheck check during the finals, we disqualified the team and ended the tournament. Honestly, it was crazy that was happening backstage while we tried to address everything. We had to play it by ear as we had no prior knowledge of, log- of all the logistics implied in a female-only tournament. We're deeply sorry about this. We want to send the most sincere apology to everybody affected by this. Due to this incident, we have decided to make a complete rerun of the 2v2 SWAT Femme Fatale Edition Tournament with the exact same teams except the team that was disqualified. We can either keep the same bracket, inserting a buy in the disqualified spot, or we can do a complete reroll of the bracket without the aforementioned team, of course. We'll ask the participating teams what they prefer. Prize money that was already paid does not have to be returned. You all competed and earned it. We'll have another $500 prize pool assigned for the rerun. We still need to play the match for the third place prize, and we'll be coordinating with the teams to do this uh, week on stream with all rules applied. They'll be playing for a $100 prize pool. We learned our lessons, and we always want the best for our community. We'll implement more strict rules regarding cam and mic checks, and we'll do everything we can to provide the best experience. In the end, we run, fund, and make all this for the love of the game and the community. We have also parted ways with MethBear. His comments and actions made during the tournament do not reflect what SWAT Nation or any of its members in any way, and we would like to apologize to anyone offended. We're looking into implementing new rules for these types of tournaments. As much as we would like to require that all players must stream their matches, we understand that not everyone has the means of doing so, and or is comfortable doing so. We also understand that it is easy to simply show up on camera for a brief moment while an an eligibility check is in progress, and hand off the controller once the camera is off. We'll be consulting with members of the competitive community, both male and female, for their input and, in the end, do what we think is fair for everyone. We've created a dedicated channel on our Discord for anybody that needs any type of assistance during tournaments. You can join our Discord at the link they provide. The channel is support under the tournaments category. The tentative date for this rerun is Swatter Day, July 6th, 2019. We've spoken to some players, and some need more time as they have personal stuff to deal with, such as moving, vacation, and others. Thanks for being such an amazing community. We can't wait to see you all again for some fierce SWAT competition. Much love, SWAT Nation. Okay, so SWAT Nation gets ahead of it. They're going to do a complete rerun. Okay, and based off what I've seen from other competitors, it looks like that's all in the up and up. It looks like people are okay with that. And they're uh, based off what I've seen, it's like they want to keep the bracket the way it was. Okay, obviously with the disqualified team going bye-bye, right? We're not done. So Mefbear, who's been removed, put out his statement as well. This is a Twitter thread, and I quote, I never thought I'd have to be formal on here, nor am I going to address the cause for this tweet thing. However, because my integrity has become a point of contention, despite over a decade of, uh, of meritorious service, I believe I wouldn't be able to reassert my position in the eyes of the people and internet. As such, I feel it is necessary for me to resign as a member of SWAT Nation, an action I take because I do not wish to have my name be to be a point of contention in their future endeavors. The group has a sense of honor and passion that is beyond reproach, which does not need to be drugged through the trenches. My leaving the group is not to uh, to placate idle chatter rather. It is for them to have the ability to move forward and continue the great work that caused so much excitement within me that I became somewhat known for my actions, Through my donations to a myriad of small streamers and the like, I will most likely tone down my presence on Twitter. Oh wait, okay, let me restate that. My leaving of the group is not to placate idle chatter. Rather, it is for them to have the ability to move forward and continue the great work that caused so much excitement within me that I became somewhat known for my actions. Through my donations to a myriad of small streamers and the like. I will most likely uh, tone down my presence on Twitter, Twitch, and anywhere else as this experience is new to me and is impressed upon me, Uh, that my personality doesn't fit well in these environments. Moving forward, I hope my resignation uh, satiates the crowd and SWAT Nation is to be remembered henceforth as a group with incontestable integrity and has within people who truly care to promote and grow the Halo community all of it. Will, your thoughts?
1: So, let's dive in.
0: Positivity, right? We... Now, okay. There's a there's yes. A, so the theme of this episode is positivity, but there is stuff that needs to be talked right. about here. Go ahead. So one, the first,
1: the tweet longer by Queen.
0: Yes, by Queen, by Jen. Yep.
1: I want to know if if she had already reached out to SWAT Nation before she sent this out, because there's some malicious things in here. Yep. Attacking SWAT Nation when. They're new to this. They're new to this female only tournament.
0: Correct. They yes, they're so not I've, new to tournaments. No, they're I new know. to just that.
1: Right. So yep. may, so that's another logistic that you have to another wrench in the system that they had never dealt with and they didn't realize what the scope of that was. Um I I wish they would have been able to talk about it before the tweet came out, I guess. I don't know if they did. Um but she obviously voiced her concerns. I feel like SWAT Nation didn't know what they were were getting into or what they needed to do to verify everything.
0: Maybe a little bit of a bit off more than they could choose scenario. Just a little bit. I'm not talking about over the top, but like...
1: Right. Um,
0: you said that it, this is the first time that they've done something like this. Yeah. I would think... This isn't a detriment to SWAT Nation. I, it's just I would think that they would have thought about all of this before doing it. Well, sure. It's like it's an expectation.
1: Sure. Well, they did do a cam and mic check. Yes. To start, I mean, would you expect if if we were ran, running our our 1v1, if we got our all of our competitors on cam and mic, would we expect them to stay through it f- through the full tournament?
0: Right, but even, so they said they did Mike and Cam checks. In what what Jen was saying is they did it, like, during their series as well, and they didn't get into the Skype call. Or, like, they weren't one, talking. One person wasn't talking, yeah. Right, and they didn't disqualify them at that point. Yeah. They sure. only disqualified them in the finals. So they did know about it beforehand. They didn't act upon it until the finals. And that was where one of uh, Jen's points of, like, um they irritation came yeah,
1: from. Yeah, they could have been in
0: the finals instead. Right. They could have been, yeah. Um well, they should have been, realistically speaking. That team should have been disqualified beforehand. Right.
1: Again, SWAT Nation doesn't completely know how to handle it's it's I mean, it's it's the, the first time you run into any sort of problem in life. You gotta work through it a little bit. You just don't know what to do right off the bat for every right. problem.
0: Right. And based off their statement, it's like We've, We've learned from our yeah, mistake.
1: They they know that they made a mistake and they're, they're rectifying it by doing another tournament with the same prize pool.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's, with the same full prize pool. Yep. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yep. It's like, they're out of their own pockets. So Out of their own pockets, mm-hmm. which is great. They're, they're, they're owning
1: it. They're yes. owning the mistake and they're, they're redoing it, which is great.
0: And that's the big thing too, is that you're right. They are owning their mistake. They're not, they're not brushing it off to the wayside. They've. They came out with their statement, very professionally written, and they, you're right. They owned it. That's, that's one of my biggest things is that if, if you do something wrong, at least have the integrity to own it and learn from it and improve upon it and do better the next time. And they're doing exactly that. And like I said, based off everything that I've seen so far, it's that the, the community behind it is uh, very accepting of what's happened. Of what's happening in the future.
1: Next point. um, I wanted to just hit on Meth Bear. Um, He was very. I mean. I guess I wasn't there. And if Jen was already irritated. Someone not fully complying. Even though if it was in range. Could irritate her more. Um, The nudes comment. Obviously, in a professional setting, professional tournament, this is on stream. Hell no. Don't do that.
0: I don't care. I don't care if you're a community tournament. I don't care if you're HCS. I don't care if you're UGC. I don't care if you're grassroots. I don't care if you're one guy running it from your apartment. The fact of the matter is, you don't say stuff like that.
1: Yep. I mean, there's... And there's a completely different scenario if you're friends with everybody and that's that joking's been made okay in your friend right. group or whatever. Right. Like it those that the statement itself wasn't like crazy. It's just the fact the He setting, didn't read the room. Yeah. It was the setting it was in. Yes. Um and you know, his statement is he he made a statement about parting ways, but I
0: I feel like he didn't part ways. I felt like he was let go.
1: He was let go and then he made it seem he wants to keep his integrity. Yes. Um but it is in question after what he's done,
0: and not only that, but there's a statement now, Meph I'm happy that you came out on Twitter and, and said that that you're basic, you're you're nearly owning up to it. Like, yeah, it's it's not base. You didn't state that you're owning up to it. It's you're nearly owning up to it, and the and there's one statement in here in particular that really irks me. It's he talked about how um I'm I'm just gonna quote this. Let's see here. Okay, and I quote, I became somewhat known for my actions through my donations to a myriad of small streamers and the like. Why would you go out and say that? Do you need recognition for donating to small streamers? Shouldn't you want to do that from the kindness of your heart? Or if you just like their content? That's the thing. I I don't, I really don't like when people try to emphasize that, oh, look at me, look what I did. Look at the good I've done. Exactly. That is not the quality of a good person. I'm sorry. It's just not when you look for, when you look for gratification from that, like that's not that really like that makes my stomach queasy in a sense. Sure. It's just that line really stuck out to me as, did you really need to say that?
1: Yeah. And another, I guess the point on that irked me as well, and I don't, I don't know Math Bear. I don't know. I don't either. I don't know his age. For I don't record. know. Yep. Anything about him, but um, he he stated right after that, I will most likely tone down my presence on uh, Twitter, Twitch, and anywhere else, as this experience and this is the part is this experience is new to me and has impressed upon me that my personality doesn't fit well in these environments. So that means a you know non-compliant, immature personality doesn't fit in these environments. So he still thinks that's okay outside of this environment. And you're a ref. So I don't know that in
0: these tournaments. I just feel like this was kind of a poor fit from the get go now at this point. So that's, I mean, like we said, we don't know him. No. And we haven't talked to him, but when you put something out, that's your statement. It's your word. We have to go through it.
1: So it's, it's, it's like you said, it's, Almost owning up to it. It's right. just it's SWAT Nation owned up to it. This is him being Mef like, Bear was, "This is more like, hey, this is me. It doesn't fit here. I'm sorry,
0: but kind of sorry.
1: But kind of sorry. Yeah. yeah,
0: wasn't full blown apology. <laughs> now I've seen I've seen other things on Twitter like uh, people thanking Meth Bear for his service and what he's done um, for the work that he's done for the work that he's put in and. For all intents and purposes, I, from what I've seen, where other work that you've done, MefBear, Bear has been great. Um, but yes, hopefully you take this as an actual learning experience, tone it down, um, and learn your audience. Or you know what? I'm just gonna say it. I don't know how old you are, but frankly, grow up. That's really all it is. Just grow up. Should we move on, Will?
1: Yeah. Let's move on. All right. Um. Wait, wait. No, let's
0: not move on. Oh, I oh. still want to
1: say I really like what SWAT Nation did. Yes, absolutely. We, I don't want to end it on that sour note. SWAT Nation was great in coming out saying, hey, yeah, they, exactly. They owned it and we're replaying. Don't want to diminish that at all. No. That's incredible from a turn- tournament organizer. Yep. So good on them.
0: And the other thing I'm going to say is I want to say thank you to Jen for providing the response for uh, putting the information out there. Because for all like I can't we can't speculate. But what is to say that if she didn't put out that statement, nothing would have been done. Like, I, I would like to think that SWAT Nation they're they 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 have a high integrity, which I mean, I maybe they would have put something out. But Jen, I do have to say thank you for putting your statement out there. Really shed some light on some things that need to be taken care of. Um, and also, I want to say this real quick. Uh, shout out to High Tech Redneck for participating in the tournament. Um, we think you're great. And the last thing I want to say is, like, from HCS Pro Talk's point of view, we're sorry for anything that had been said because nobody deserves to be talked to in that regard like that. Um, and, the whole point, of not only this show, but like, what we're trying to do, and what a lot of other Halo communities are trying to do, is bring people together. Right? It's what SWAT Nation is trying to do as well. We need to be inclusive. Like, we can't, we can't have things like that happening. So, sorry for what you guys had to deal with, and, and, SWAT Nation, good on you for making it right. And I'm excited to see the next tournament. Will, it's time for our topic. So first and foremost, I want to say, I'm going to shout you out later in the show too, but I don't care. Shane, Shane Glass, uh, reached out on Twitter and said he thought it'd be a good idea to have a top 10 Halo pros. So uh, top 10 pro Halo players of all time. We asked everybody what they thought their top 10 was. We're going to go through Twitter. We're going to go through Discord. Those are the ones we had submissions on. I'm going to give mine. Will's going to give his. We're going to see where everybody lands up. So without further ado. Now, okay, let's do a disclaimer. This is everybody's personal top 10 Halo players of all time. Will came in during Halo 5. His list is going to be drastically different than mine. Okay? There are people who watched competitive Halo at a later state than those who watched in an earlier state... Therefore, lists are going to be drastically different. This isn't meant to shame anybody. Halo Pros are great for their own reasons. This is just a personal list. Here we go. From Twitter, Shane Glass, the man of the hour. This is his top 10. I don't believe this is in any particular order because he didn't put a number by any of them. But here we go. Snipe Down, Ogre 2, Pistola, Snakebite, Ogre 1, Walshy. Lethal, Roy, Lunchbox, and Royal 2. That's really close to my list. But, like, I have my rankings put, and we'll talk about that, but, like, that's really close to who I have on my list. Um, yeah, I think all those are justified in their own way, by far. So, in Discord, search states, oof, let me see. Roy, 1 is Roy, 2, down. 3, Walshy, 4, Gandhi, 5, Lunchbox, 6, Pistola, 7, Legit, 8, Elamite, 9, The Ogres, oh, we tied them, okay, and 10, Chig. Okay, so a few things. First, this is my personal list, who I watched, who I felt impacted games in ways that others didn't, and personal reasons. For example, Chig, Overshield taught me how to spawn trap on Onslaught, so I had to throw him in there just because of how awesome of a dude he is and how he pushed me in my competitive career. Roy was my idol, his VR being so dominant, I strive to make my playstyle coming up as he did. So many to pick from over so many games. These were the most influential pros to me, personally. Search, let me just say this. I'm surprised anybody included Legit on their list. Um, for anybody who doesn't know, my favorite... My favorite competitive Halo team of all time was uh, the Straight and roster which consisted of T-Squared Snape Down Snape Snipe Down Elamite Warrior and Legit um, Elamite Warrior being my favorite support player of all time and Legit was fantastic as well that roster was dominant and uh, they won a national championship as well um, but yeah Wow, I'm surprised anybody included legit on that list. That's fantastic. And then I'm surprised Gandhi was included. Chig, that's fantastic as well. Great list. Great list. Next up was High Tech Redneck. And I quote, My personal list is more of who I've enjoyed watching more than it is about accomplishments or who's the best. But here it goes. In no particular order. T-Squared, Snipe Down, Roy, Elamite, Snakebite, Pistola, Ogre 2, Lunchbox, Lethal, and Ninja. First time seeing Ninja on the list. Elamite coming up again. Love to see it. T-Squared making an appearance as well. All around great list. Next up is Heavy Rainfall.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I quote, 1. Heavy Rainfall. 2. Heavy Rainfall. 3. Heavy Rainfall. 4. Heavy Rainfall. 5. Heavy Rainfall. 6. Heavy Rainfall. 7. Heavy Rainfall. 8. Heavy Rainfall, 9, Heavy Rainfall, and 10 is a tie because it was too hard a choice between these two guys. Heavy Rainfall and Heavy Rainfall. I have a feeling he knows who he wants in his top 10. Snipe states, 1, Ogre 2, 2, Walshy, 3, Pistola, 4, Snipe Down, 5, Snake Bite, 6, T-Squared, 7, Eco, 8, Frosty, 9, Shotzi, and ten, boo-boo-doo-boo. Boo-boo-doo-boo. And I quote, I know I'm going to get a lot of shit for this, but I really only got into competitive during Halo 5. There you go. There you go, Will. You have another instance of somebody who only tuned in during Halo 5? I mean, he's
1: still got, I mean, Walshy and uh, T-Squared on there.
0: Right, but, but... It, we'll talk about why a lot of the a lot of the same players are appearing. We'll talk about that soon. But yes, uh... A couple of those people I would include, and we'll talk about soon. Great list, though. And don't feel bad about that. That's fantastic. I'm not going to give you shit for it. Next up, Brian Makes Games, making an appearance in the topic. MK11, great game. Shout out to Brian. Number one, Walshy. Number two, Ogre 2. Three is Lethal. Four, Royal 2. Five, Roy, 6, Lunchbox, 7, Snipe Down, 8, Snakebite, 9, Shotzi, and 10, Pistola. And I quote, This is basically a list comprised of Final Boss, Tox, Instinct, EG, and Splice. Honorable mentions to Mickwin, Hines, Ogre 1, Strong Side, and T-Squared. So, Walshy being number one, that's something. Now, then again, Snipe had Walshy as number two. Um, great list all around, though. Another Shotzi, though. In the top ten, Voodoo states, "I guess mine will be a strange one, also. One ogre, two, two snipe down, three Walshy, four ogre one, five Pistola, six T squared, seven Roy, eight lethal, ninth LBX, and tenth Zios." With Saiyan and Killer N sitting just outside. Karma would also get a shout because he is a legend in FFA, but I feel like since this is a 4v4 focus pull, he's out also. Ogre 2 is the greatest bar none. Snipedown except that Rutt in Halo 5 has been purely dominant across all Halos. Walshy is one of the greatest strategists. Ogre 1 was an MVP for a reason. Nobody will ever forget that 41-0 or whatever it was on lockout. Pistola is the wizard, considers himself the top 3 player and...
1: The top Halo 3
0: player, and he is definitely in that discussion. T-Squared is another great strategist in that area of Halo 3 between him and SK, but T2 would get it after good results in Halo 2 and Halo Reach as well. The Twins are amazing players, with Roy being considered the best shot of all time, and Lunchbox being the greatest support. Lethal, although he came later and has been dominant in Halo 4, Halo 2 Anniversary, and Halo 5, he is currently one of the top active players in the Halo consistency-wise. Zios... Man, that guy was a madman. Nobody wanted it more than him, even though he was quite delusional at times. During Halo 2, he was described to me as a unicorn, since he was one of a kind and out of this world. Amazing CE Halo 2 player. Saying if he had more results outside of Halo 2 would be up there. Killer N is a Halo uh, CE god. But I really wanted to put Karma in there, because like Lunchbox, is forgotten at times because he was more of a support player. However, nobody would beat him in FFAs. I mean, who goes a full year winning all the free-for-alls? So for those who don't know, Saiyan is not the same Saiyan who competed in Halo 5. This is a Saiyan that competed a very long time ago. Different player entirely. Just a heads up. And finally, Silo states, I hate to rip off Clutch, but he made the following top 8 once, and I haven't gotten over it since. In no particular order, Ogre 2, Roy, Lunchbox, Royal 2, Snakebite, Snipe Down, Lethal, and Pistola. All eight of those players won at least one major non-ability Halo event and one major ability Halo event. All eight of them were considered the best in the game at one time or another. If you have those eight, the last two could be filled in as you see fit. Do you want people who help define the game? You can add people like Walshy, Ogre 1, Zio, Saiyan, etc. Do you want players who are known as absolutely dominant as an individual? You could add people like Karma or Legend. What if you want to continue the train of thought that led to our original eight? You could add people like Mick I think he was arguably the best in Halo two anniversary and somebody else who doesn't come to mind. Will. What's your top 10? Okay. So I've been sitting here and I came up with the top nine. Okay. I'm missing one. But this is, do you yeah. have your number one though? Like, did you go from, <laughs> are you missing your number one? I
1: think, um, so my, the first two I have listed are really close. So do you want
0: to go from go from like the, the bottom to the like go, go from 10 to 1 or go from 9 to 1.
1: 9 to 1. Okay. Yep. So. Disclaimer. I'm a Halo 5 guy. That's fine. This is exactly why I loved this topic. I, th- I think my bottom here is going to be a surprise because this guy to me is he played a big part on this team when I first started watching Halo. My number number nine is Hook. I feel like he was very good. He was very good. Should have stayed around. I wish he would have stayed around because he could have made a big difference in this scene and brought a lot of um, uh, eyes to the scene.
0: I mean, he is great in Halo. I mean, he is great in Call of Duty. Right. He was part of that Envy squad. Yep. Still, that was. That he was, was one st- of the remaining members. of. He was the only remaining member of that Envy squad.
1: Uh, next up, I have boo boo I have Eco. Snakebite. Shotzi, Pistola, Royal 2, Lethal, and Snipedown. So Snipedown's your number one. Well, I was saying, I was like going back and forth between Lethal and Snipedown.
0: Of course, the rivalry. The
1: rivalry. They're <laughs> both they're both so good. They are. Um, and honestly, Snipedown has had a bit of a slump during Halo 5. He's I don't know what it is. There's times where he's absolutely on fire. There's times where he's He's, he's, he's dipping a little bit. So that's my list. Let's, those are the players that, those are really the, the players that I enjoy
0: watching. I can respect it completely. I think that's a great list. Honestly, like you picked, considering you came in Halo 5 and you've seen what some of these players were able to do on other, like on Halo 3 as well. It's like you, you got a little taste of that too. And yeah, I think it's a great list.
1: Yeah. For me, I didn't choose based on Halo 3 though, just because. I've only seen, realistically, I've seen two tournaments of Halo 3. Sure. Of, like, really high-end competitive gameplay. And it was hard for me to judge off of that, knowing the, the expansive history. Okay. What do you got? What's, what's your list?
0: Okay. This is my definitive top ten Halo players. Well, I'm just kidding. Uh, my number ten is T-squared. Because you got to keep it fragging like a pro. It was basically my, I'm not kidding when I say this, like. Nine and ten were basically like, I just need to put people on here. Nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah. Realistically. <laughs> like T-Squared was on that uh, one on my favorite Halo roster of all time. that straight and squad. Um, and he had his fragging like a pro videos. So of course I have to include him.
1: My number ten is Jimbo. Halo 5. Great player.
0: Great. Yeah. Best player in EU. Um, number nine is Walshy. Um Dave one of the nicest people I've ever met and he is it, like he's a halo 2 god so what are you going to do he's number 9 sorry Walsh you're sorry not higher number 8 is lethal um I may not enjoy his sarcasm all the time but you can't deny how good of a player he is how many tournaments he's won how many how many high placings he's had and he may like to shit on his own skills sometimes, but he 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 has to know that he's one of the best players in the game, and uh he surrounds himself with fantastic teammates as well. I think that tox roster, which was c uh optic which was c l g um one of the best rosters in all of competitive gaming, i'll say just unstoppable force so lethal number eight uh lunchbox and roy seven and six so Roy edging out over lunch because of his shot. He is considered to have the best shot in Halo. Um, I don't think that's the case now, but at the time it definitely was. And I can't knock that at all. He was, there's a reason why they call him Roy Borg because he was a cyborg. He couldn't miss. And when he had you in his crosshairs, you were dead. So again, and, and lunchbox, he's a fantastic player. He's an amazing support player as well. Um, Elamite is not on my list, even though he is my favorite support player. I think lunch is better. So there's that five snake bite and four Royal two. I think Royal two is a better player than snake bite. Um, I, I think about it this way, right? Phenomenal. They teamed together for a very long time. Okay. Even previous to, um, Halo five, if I'm not mistaken, I think they teamed together in reach. They're, they're a phenomenal team, like, they're phenomenal teammates to have with one another, okay? I think Royal 2 is a better, is just a better player than Snakebite, but they're both phenomenal. And when Royal 2 came back to that Tox roster, he had one of the better performances in that tournament. Just a heads up. Number three, Pistola. He's the wizard. One of the nicest human beings alive. And I'm taking all the things into consideration here. He was part of the instant God squad. He came in Halo 3. He was a monster. Like this, what was a kid, was unbelievable in the scene when he came on. And he only got better. And he's still an unbelievable player to this day. I can't wait to see what he does in Infinite. Number two, Snipe Down. Um. Snipetown has been consistently one of the best players in any single Halo that he's played, in every Halo that he's played. Uh, He is consistently in the top, like, one, two teams. I mean, yes, Halo 5 was a little bit of a rut, but, like, realistically, he came back stronger than ever. And now that it's Halo 3 again, he's phenomenal. And he's still unbelievably talented. Um, And again, he was part of that straight ripping roster that I love so much. So, of course, he's going to be number two. And number one, yeah, yeah, everybody expected this to happen. It's Ogre 2. Now, okay, let me preface this. He is the greatest of all time. He is the GOAT. Now, if he came back, he wouldn't be the GOAT anymore. He left when he needed to. He left at the perfect time. He solidified himself. In that time frame that he is the greatest of all time. He has more tournament wins than any other player in the history of any Halo title. Second is Ogre 1, if I'm not mistaken. Okay? Ogre 2 played so well and surrounded himself with some of the greatest players of all time that the winning consistency was always there. He is the... Not only is the win, he, is he the winningest Halo player of all time, but I believe he's won... Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he won the last Halo 1 tournament. I think he won the last Halo 2 tournament. I think he won the last Halo 3 tournament. I think he won the last Halo Reach tournament. And that might have been it. Like, for the last, like, the last of the game's life cycles tournaments. Um, like I said, right now, there is a, there is more than likely a different greatest of all time in today's day and age. But for his time frame, that the The decade that he competed in, or just the time frame that he competed in, he is solidified as the greatest of all time. Number one, Ogre two. That's my top ten. I'm glad we had this topic. This was fun. I was excited for this.
1: I Um, wish I would have been able to put a little bit more thought into mine, but those are the players
0: I could think of off the top of my head. I did mine today. (laughs) I didn't mind today. I had other stuff going on too, but
1: I'm like, I'm I know that Ogre 2 is, you know, the winningest player of all time and all this, but I just never got to watch him
0: play. So I, I realistically don't know. You should go back, watch (laughs) them old YouTube. I mean, they're they're poor quality, but but you like, you should go uh, back and watch some, but it's phenomenal. The plays that they were making classic. Halo puts me to sleep sometimes. I mean, Hey, when you're (laughs) watching that, uh, I forgot who made the reference earlier in the show, but, uh, the the lockout game that they were talking about, like ogre ones, just they were so good. They were so good. Like you think of you think of Shotzi in Halo 5, right? That's Ogre One and Ogre 2 and Halo 1 and 2. Like they, they were unstoppable. They they knew the game inside and out. They knew they were just it's like Tom Brady in his prime, right? Like it, it to make another sports reference. It's like LeBron in his prime. I'm not kidding. They're that good. They yeah. were that good. It was a sight to behold. Um. But yeah, that's
1: a, that's what. I'm sorry. I know. I'm. Uh, so I told you the higher ups came in today. Yeah, they referred to our location as the Patriots of sin of my wow, company. Wow, that's a great because we are the number one location. Wow. So it's kind of
0: how's that feel felt pretty good to (laughs) be compared to tom brady i did (laughs) bill belichick (laughs) yep um no that's awesome um but no seriously like if if anybody is interested in watching some of that old play style it's sight to behold it really is um will yep i think it's time for some shout outs (laughs) First and foremost, happy belated birthday to Bravo and Stress. Happy birthday to you, gentlemen. Bravo, we're excited to see you at Halo Outpost Discovery. Um, uh, Halo Outpost Discovery, get at us for those press passes. Thanks. Uh, Next up, shout out to Shane Glass for the topic of this week. Thank you very much, sir. Happy to have you as part of this community, as always. Shout out to everyone who participated in the topic discussion. It was a fun time. And shout out to everyone who played in the community playdate. I believe it was Maddie Rums, Silos, Snipe, and Lanky Sasquatch. You guys are great. Thank you guys for coming in and joining me in the fun times. I had a good time. And then uh, shout out to personal friends of the show Europa Halo and GT Halo, who are actually going to be on this week's episode of HCS Weekly. So check them out. Give it a listen. I feel like we don't give enough praise to HCS Weekly as well. It puts on a lot of great um, interviews and all that fun stuff. So, go listen to them as well. Will? That's it for the shoutouts. What do we got
1: for the community creations this week? As always, there's me, Monday, on Reddit. Uh, you can go check out top Halo clips over on Twitter. Saiyan has a Halo 5 Tips, Advantage, strafing, and Decision-Making YouTube video. There's also a uh, How to Take Your Halo Accuracy to the Next Level. Halo tips and tricks by proximity YouTube video. Also, how pros use the flick shot for consistent accuracy Halo 5 by Paradise Halo over on YouTube. We have clips of the week number 1 by High Tech Redneck and Halo podcast number 2 by the EU Dilemma featuring Jimbo Respectful and Flux by Tommy Cost over on YouTube. So many names, so many YouTube videos.
0: That's it. Hey, Will. Yeah. Oh,
1: gosh. What what is it?
0: SWAT Nation on Twitter states, This is just a couple news stories. SWAT Nation on Twitter states, We're looking for someone from the community to join our team as a caster. You'll join nap times in providing play-to-play commentary and match analysis. If interested, send us a YouTube video of you casting a replay to info at SWATNation.net. Applications close on May 26th, 2019. So there you go. If you're interested in becoming a caster, check that out. But we're not done. Duststorm, friend of the show, shout out to Podtacular, listen to them as well, it's a great show. States on Twitter, hey community cartographers, I'm looking to help organize a forging demonstration panel for Halo Outpost Discovery. Who's going where, and who's interested? Send Duststorm a a tweet if you're interested in joining a potential panel there. We'd love to see it. It'd be a great time. That's all I got for, like, the, the breaking news. Okay. There you go. Will, you excited to talk about Game of Thrones next week? Yes and no. I'm stoked. I think you're going to hate it. Like, this next episode? Yeah. Really? I think you because are. Because of how kind of upset I was at this episode? Yeah. I've, yeah, I definitely feel it was rushed. Like, I really do feel like it was rushed, Um, as a lot of other people believe as well. Um. And the funny thing is, is that I, I'm, like, starting to read the books. Because I'm, like, genuinely There's interested. There's
1: so much more detail in the book. I like, know. so
0: much... Like, we're gonna talk about it next week, but a character in particular is completely different than the books portray this character.
1: You mean than the show... Oh, like, the show is completely different yes. than the books.
0: Yes. Well, yeah, it's the it's a show. They but that's it... the thing, is, like, if it was if this character was portrayed as the book portrays this character, like, it this character could have been... So much better than what they portray it as. So, again, we'll talk about it next week. We'll go into more detail then. And again, spoilers, beware. We'll say it at the beginning of next week's episode as well. We'll let you know when the spoilers are coming. And you can skip ahead if you want to, but it's there. You have to do
1: me one favor, though. Yes. When we talk about the episodes, don't reference the books at all because they are two completely different things.
0: I can't reference the books because I literally started the first chapter of the first book. Okay. So I have nothing to reference. i am just, I've heard, like, I've seen what people have said about this last episode. Mm-hmm. And again, a character in particular, the book is completely different. It would completely change things. Right. That's it. There's a lot that gets... And the books aren't formed, even done yet. Right. So that, that's a whole other thing to talk There's about. There's a lot but. that gets formed for a TV show right.
1: specifically, what they can do I, in, their, yep. in their boundaries and what...
0: Yes. I mean, yeah. I do feel as, like I said, I feel as though this season and potentially last season is a little bit rushed. We'll talk about it next week. But yeah. That's what I'll say right now. That's it. Well, it's late. It's a Monday night. You got to edit the show. I got to publish well, I got to schedule the show for publishing. Then we're going to go to bed. Then we're going to wake up. And the episode will be posted for all the the little lads and lasses t- <laughs> to listen on their favorite podcast services but Will you're going to talk about where they can find that show on their favorite podcast services by Will plug the show please that's just
1: said, that. you can find us on those favorite <laughs> podcast services just search for HCS Pro Talk we're on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher and others you can join our discord join the community discussion over there there's a link in the show notes a lot of great things going on Looking for group channels, IRL channels, general chat, and also our topic discussions. We have our Xbox Club and Spartan company. Search for HTS Pro Talk on your Xbox. We have a Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Mixer, and esports media page. Just search for e- uh, 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 HTS Pro Talk on those sites. And that's what I got.
0: Very nice, Will. Thank you for plugging the show. Don't you want to ask me, Josh? What's on the next episode? <laughs> another topic, Will? Really? Yes, really. But th- guess what? We're gonna talk. We're gonna give like a, a preview of what's to come in the next few weeks. We have some big things coming in the next few weeks. So I want to give people a heads up as to what to expect. So, this next episode, we're gonna have another topic. If you have a suggestion for what you would like the topic to be, Please leave it in the topic suggestions thread in our Discord. And like Bill said, if you're not already a part of it, what the hell's wrong with you? Join the Discord. It's fantastic. Or you can mention it on uh, Facebook, Twitter, whatever. Leave suggestions for a topic and uh, we'll see what we can do. So that's next week's show. Okay. Which will be 74? Yep. Okay. Episode 75 is going to be our DreamHack Dallas pre-show. Or preview. So, we'll be talking about all the things looking forward to that. Predictions. All of that. Okay. Then. Episode. 76. Right? Sure. Yeah. 74 is the topic. 75 is uh, DreamHack Dallas preview. 76 if I am not mistaken, is not only going to be our DreamHack Dallas Post show, but it's also going to be a topic episode, Will. It's a big one. Because guess what's that weekend after? The Microsoft E3 press conference. Which means there's going to be Halo Infinite there. We're going to have much to talk about. So we may do... Like, it's probably going to be an E3 speculation, Halo Infinite wishlist type episode as well. So it's going to be a big one. Stay tuned for that. Do you have the
1: date and time readily available for the Microsoft press conference? I do. Okay.
0: I do, I do. It is Sunday, June 9th from 3 to 5 p.m. Central Time. That is when it is. Um, so yeah, that gives everybody a little preview of what is going to come on the next coming weeks of HTS Pro Talk. We hope you guys are excited for that. We are very excited for that. Finally excited to get some more infinite news. Theme of the week, positivity. You know what it is. And ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for episode 73 of HTS Pro Talk. We want to thank you very much for listening. We appreciate every single one of you. Yes, even the haters. Yes, even GameStop which screwed me over with a trade deal, but that's neither here nor there. We'll catch you next week where we're going to have another topic. But until then, bye bye